May these words of my mouth and this meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Sometimes I think that anyone who happened to be living in Minnesota in the late 90s, as I was, were uniquely prepared for the political circus we live in currently as a nation. You see, Jesse Ventura was elected governor of Minnesota in 1998. I don't know if you all remember, I think it pretty much made national news. He was that flamboyant pro wrestler who loved wearing a feather boa. He was known for his straight shooting rhetoric. He thought he was beholden to no man, no system, and as it turned out, no law. Not liking what was being reported about him, he infamously printed up and issued press passes that said in bold type, Media Jackal. That's funny. (laughs) Sort of. Well, there were many who delighted in his antics. There were pretty much just as many who did not. He seemed to cross a line for even many of his supporters when, in an interview, he said, Organized religion is a sham and a crutch for weak-minded people who need strength in numbers. That quote was covered coast to coast. In Catechumenate this past Wednesday, we were discussing the law, the Ten Commandments. And I think we've all heard, I know I have, people say that some of the most Christian people they know are not actually Christians. You certainly don't need to be a Christian to be a good person, and to do good and noble things, to fight for justice, to be kind to your neighbor, to live a moral and commendable life. So the question I posed to the group was this. What difference does faith make? What does the overlay of a life of faith What difference does that make to a moral code? I believe our collect today, that prayer we say at the opening of the service to set the tone for all that we are going to hear read from Scripture, helps us to think through that question. The collect said, in our weakness, we can do nothing good without you. It's pretty easy to be good for goodness sake when all is right with us. It's not so easy when we are feeling weak. Weak in spirit, weak in discipline, weak emotionally, physically, or mentally. It can be easy to succumb to temptation, to live selfishly, 
to not seek justice. So I suppose it technically is a crutch if our faith helps support us when we are feeling weak. Jesus' summary of the law of the Ten Commandments appears across all three of the synoptic Gospels. You shall love God, the Lord your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. When I am struggling to find my connection with God, I can lean on my community of faith to encourage me, to carry me through a dark time of feeling distant from God. And when I am struggling to love my neighbor, I can ask God to love them through me, to allow me to see the face of Jesus in those who are a challenge for me. I would ask anyone here who has ever had their leg in a cast, had joint replacement, or used a cane or a walker for stability, if they would ever disparage a crutch. It is indeed stability in weakness. It allows us to keep moving. The Collect concludes this notion of faith making a difference in how we live a moral life with these words. Give us the help of your grace that in keeping your commandments we may please you both in will and deed. Christians are no better than anyone else, but we do believe that we have access to God's grace for help. We have support in our attempts, feeble as they often are, to uphold God's law. The prophet Jeremiah expands on this image and this source of strength. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when the heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. The trees that are planted by the stream... They do not just rely on the whims of weathered patterns for survival. The water comes from below. The soil is saturated with moisture and nutrients. And the tree is able to not only survive, but to thrive because of how and where it is rooted. It does not cease to bear fruit. As Richard and I made clear with the catechumenate on Wednesday night, we are not suggesting some dualistic paradigm where religion is good and secularism is bad. I cannot stress it enough, my friends, because that is preached from many pulpits, and it is overly simplistic and, I think, dangerous. 
and it is not our Episcopal understanding. It's simply that as Christians, we have a deep sense of our own times of weakness and believe that we have access to this source of power and strength when we are weak. We have the help of God's grace to allow us to live our best life and do all of that good deed doing, justice seeking, and neighbor honoring. And I'm just going to give you a little warning if you decide to go Google things after this. You can be pulled down the most incredible rabbit hole you've ever encountered if you Google religion and morality or religion and ethics. It is a hotly debated intersection in many disciplines. Neuroscience, sociology, psychology, philosophy, and of course religion. It is a fascinating array of research and statistics and anecdotal evidence and lots of opinion. And people far smarter than I have spent entire careers exploring this. But what I would like to contribute to the discussion in light of that prayer and of our scripture from today is this. In Christianity, it is not that we should think we are somehow morally superior. But rather, it is that day in and day out, we recognize our inability to consistently maintain focus, drive, and stamina to live fully into God's desire for us. We acknowledge our shortcomings and our need for a standard and support when we inevitably fall prey to our own failings. Overlaying our laws and our moral code with our faith does make a difference. The prophet Jeremiah tells us that putting all of our trust in mere mortals, and that of course includes ourselves, and those who make mere flesh their strength shall be like a shrub in the desert and live in the parched places of the wilderness. Places where there is no life source, there is no compass, there is nothing and no one to fall back on. When we rely solely on our own strength, we are doomed to struggle. When our roots are deep in the soil by the stream of God, and deep in the soil of a community of faith, then we have a support system. When our roots are deep in the soil by the stream of God and deep in the soil of a community of faith, then we can do the work of God. When our roots are deep in the soil by the stream of God and deep in the soil of a community of faith, then we bear fruit.